You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, the weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor here at Kingsway. we got a full house for you once again as we're wrapping up our series, PG Required. I hope you had a chance to listen to Pastor Matt these three Sundays. If not, jump back and get some good wisdom about parenting and just about relationships in general. Just really good things about how we treat one another, how we lead one another. Uh, Last week, we had some moms on to talk about parenting. Today, it's the dad's turn, and we have given a microphone to our producer, Derek Hughes. So he is doing two things at once. He can probably do seven things at once when it comes to technical duties. But Derek will be uh, here with us uh, talking, not just sitting in. Derek, we're glad for that. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) We also have Kevin Ray from Facilities, uh, father of Liam. And uh, is he fourth grade, Liam? He is fourth grade, yeah, okay. 10 years old. Okay, so we got some perspective there. And then Kyle Krober, outreach pastor, uh, former stay-at-home dad. How do you like that title, Kyle? Former nah, stay-at-home that's dad. That's probably the best title <laughs> that I'll ever have. That's great. Stay-at-home dad and former, yeah. Right, right, both of them. Huh? Mm-hmm. And he's got three kids, uh, all, well, I guess, middle school for Jackson and then elementary for Emma and Rigsby. So trying to... To give you a little perspective here on, on kids, most of our kids, Derek's son, Apollo, uh, first grade, is that right? Uh, second. Second grade. He's wise beyond his years. And so he is working through uh, elementary school as well. So we've got uh, all different perspective. My kids, uh, fifth and sixth grade, as a lot of you already know. And so we're, we're excited to share what, what it means to disciple our kids, what it means to be a dad and, and to lead in that regard. And guys, I've been thinking about discipleship. Not just spiritual terms, although that is a huge part of our role as a Christian father to show our kids the faith, to live it out, uh, to teach our kids how to have a relationship with Jesus, to, to walk in step with the Holy Spirit, all those things. And we'll talk about some of that too. But when I think about Jesus in his three years with his disciples, they were traveling everywhere together. They were eating meals together. They were, perhaps he had some side carpentry jobs that he, he did along the way that he was saying, hey, hand me that hammer, you know, that type of thing. And, and Kevin, as you think about your son and projects around the house, becoming a man, you know, what comes to mind? How, how, how do you, you know, what do you think about when, when you have a project and you, you, you want to bring your son along in it? Well, I think it's first important to think that because i am a very mechanical person that maybe my son is not yeah that's a good point so to give him the freedom um to step into situations if he wants but also give him the freedom to step out of situations and not force him Hmm. um to like what dad likes or um to excel in even what i excel in you know uh just I think God made everybody individual, and they're they're part of that plan that they need to stand in that in that lane. Yeah. And um, maybe I would hinder him by pulling him into mine. So I think that's my first thought, and probably the one I struggle with most because I'm like, "Come on, kid, let's you know, let's go do this. It's going to be great, even if you don't think." And sometimes he needs that push too. But sure. Yeah. So just discerning those things. Yeah. So when that situation presents itself, what do you do? You know, do you find other ways that you guys can connect? Yeah, and I think it's it, it's better to find um, maybe small steps into things like that instead of maybe an all day project because 
maybe I get bored doing that all J project too. So he's going to be out to tears with it. So, um, yeah, just, yeah, taking, take, for lack of better words, baby steps or tiptoeing into it instead of saying, throwing them in the deep end, you know? Yeah. That. Kyle, how how have you seen that with your three kids, uh, you know, just doing stuff around the house and some want to get involved in certain areas. Others don't. Yeah. uh, And they're all different. So uh, Jackson and Rigsby being the boys, uh, they might be a little similar what they want to do, but Emma, Emma is quite different. Um, I would totally agree with what Kay Ray is saying. I think um, there's a book and I, Andy, I've referenced it with you, but um, it's called family discipleship, Matt Chandler and Adam Griffin. And I read it a year or so ago, but it just really um, helped put things into perspective. And I think the, um, one of the things that they hit on um, as a foundational piece is is the time aspect of taking account into the time you have with your kids and trying to do as much as you can with them as possible, which has changed my mindset. So to your point is if I'm running to Lowe's, if I'm going to do something, it, it may be quicker and easier <laughs> for me to do it by myself, to mow the lawn rather than to teach my son how to mow the lawn and ask him to help. So projects would take longer. It may be more frustrating for me because I just want to get it done, get it done the way that I wanted to get it done. So yep. It's changed my perspective that if in, part of the discipleship process is just doing life together and helping lead them towards a friendship with Jesus. Mm. And so the more time that I can spend with them in the everyday mundane stuff and be there to encourage and disciple and uh, just point them in the right direction, I need to look for opportunities, even though it may not be you know, what I would want to do. No so, question. yeah, yeah. Well, you bring up mowing the lawn and one of my favorite days as a father happened about a month ago. And my <laughs> son said, am I ready to mow the lawn, dad? And I said, well, let's, let's go, you know? And yeah. So we went outside and, and taught him how to start it. And the, our first arrangement was you're going to watch and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to show you, you know, this is where the boundary is and this is uh, how you cut back and forth. You, you overlap a little bit, you know, all those things that, that to me just come, you know, secondhand mm-hmm. and I'm not a great mower, but, <laughs> but they come secondhand. <laughs> and so, and he, and he jumped right in and before long he wanted to finish the lawn. And so each week his goal is to do more of the lawn than he did the previous week. And, and we're going to get to the point where he's doing the whole thing. It takes probably hour and a half, two hours. And, it's not like it is for me where it's not super straight. You know, there's, there's some, some different patterns in the lawn that I would do, or I would prefer that as I think back to when I learned to mow the yard, that's what I want to do. I want to make it look like a baseball field with all these fun insignias in the field, but man, it's been so cool to see him just, just gravitate towards it, really enjoy it and, and and be out there. So uh, I I love what you said though, about everyday experiences and taking them along with them with us. And and Derek, I know you create, try and create that for Apollo, those different experiences uh, both for him, but for your family as well. Yeah. I mean, it's huge for me to, to model what I would like to see him become. I didn't, I didn't always have that kind of thing I could look to as a, as an example or if it was there, it wasn't something that I knew was an appropriate example. And I try to expose him to so many things to see what he's into. Mm. Uh, you know, we've gone to live theater productions to, you know, basic things to like trips to the zoo or different types of games or Legos or video games or board games or music. Like what's, what's his interest? And, then for me to try to come along and find 
excitement in that as well. Yeah. Uh, and like a, a lot of kids recently, he got into Pokemon at his age and I never knew it growing up. I don't, I still don't really understand it, <laughs> uh, but he's passionate about it. And so, you know, I'll sit and listen to him talk about how this Pokemon involves to this and this and this, and has this power and I'm, I'm clueless, mm. but to a way that I could come alongside him is for those who are into Pokemon, there's an app called Pokemon go. Mm-hmm. You can go around search for Pokemon, but our church happens to be a major hub and it has like what's called a gym. And so like I could send his Pokemon to the gym to train every day while I'm here huh. and find Pokemon for him that, you know, we may not see at home cause we're not in a super, you know, populous area. So they, they don't show up there a lot. And so almost every day he asked me, did you get any new Pokemon? No way. When I pick him up from school. And so if I have, I've screenshot it on my phone and I'll show him. And that's been a way for me to find a way to come alongside Pokemon without me really understanding what, what it is, yeah. but it's easy for me, for me to do. Yeah. That's so cool. Finding those interests. Uh, just recently, my son's shown interest in the stock market and investing. And I, I'm I just don't understand. <laughs> and so we talked about it in the podcast last month with our financial series and Brandon and Ashley Craig were in and I, I was like, help me guys. What do I, what do I do? What do I say? And and so you're right, Derek, it's, it's finding what they're interested in. And then we are coming alongside and maybe it's not something we were interested in before, but we're going to be now. And so we're going to dive in. And so we're, we're looking at, you know, the, the different stocks each day and seeing how they're doing and uh, trying to, trying to figure it out together. And it's been pretty cool. One thing that I've noticed to myself that I've been trying to accomplish more is if there's a way that I played a game as a kid to not make that the way he has to play Hmm. the game. And for instance, this is a, a, not a great example, but I had a friend in elementary school. We all had a bunch of hot wheels and all we would do is wreck the hot wheels to each other. That's what they're for. And if, (laughs) if your hot wheel flipped over, the other person got your hot wheel. And so the goal was to get all the hot wheels, but he wanted to do it a slightly different way. And it was so hard for me to not, I'm like, no, this is how, this is how you play the game. I made it up. This is how you do it. But then I'm limited to his creativity and his ability to, to see things differently than how, how I do. And so taking that step back of, he sees it something a different way. And let me see how that goes and where we can go with that. Kevin, other times when spiritual conversations are brought up by your son, or do you feel like you are the one that has to lead in all those situations? Uh, no, definitely not all. Um, we do have uh, a routine of focused Bible study time at night. Uh, we usually have a devotional and and the Word with it. And the devotionals really are a healthy way to point you towards subjects, maybe ask questions that you don't know to ask um, or that stir something in him Mm. that maybe he wasn't thinking about. Um, So I think with those things and just being open and and, uh, kind of reading his cues when he comes home from school or anything, kind of you have to be in tune and and know if you need to pull more or if – if, if he just has it, he can't keep it inside, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's very equal. We're, 
we're teaching all the time. We're teaching all the time. Mm-hmm. So he has a, a basis, a foundation where we're not there, but then he's more than willing. And I think it's important to create the safe space for him to mm-hmm. bring things to you, uh, which I've struggled with because in my quote-unquote masculinity, I've been uh, scary or distancing before as a father. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So um, I think by being constantly vigilant about who you are, making it safe for he or she to approach you with yeah. their things. Uh, that's just monumental. It's, it's, you can't, you can't replace that trust that you give your child or not give your child. Yeah. Humility, as you said, it's just such a big part of it where mm-hmm. our kids are able to see that we're human and we're going to make mistakes. Yeah. And when we make mistakes, we say, we're sorry. Yes. When we don't know, we say, we don't know. Cause that's not hard. That's not easy for us to do as guys. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it up. We'll figure something out. Right. And we're making it safe for them to fail yeah. with you, you know, mm-hmm. cause if they can't fail with you, they're, they're not going to be safe or feel safe failing in the world. So true. And man, what a, where do they go then? What an un, just unsafe feeling to have all the time, you know, like an unse- insecurity. So, we create we create security in our children, tuning not fully, but we have that power, yeah. a, a big power. So, uh, just important to create that safety. I think that's so good, Kyle. Three kids running around. How do you have those moments? Do you have family devotion time? Do you try and you know go to them each one by one, or how do those spiritual moments occur? Well, you just mentioned it with the word moments, and, and Kay Ray talked about time, and actually the, the book talks about time and moments, and there's a third one, milestones. So it's, it's a natural thing. I think a lot of us kind of get wigged out, but, you know, discipleship or family discipleship, how do we do that? And as we're abiding in Christ, that will just live out. The Spirit will just live it out. But you have those intentional times, and we do as well in the evening. We have a devotional prayer time and those kind of things that we want to show our kids that the Word of God is valuable and is living and active and useful and all that kind of, so we, we, we pour into that at night. But most of the day is our moments. And so we have to be ready for those moments, and they can happen at the drop of a hat yeah. at, at anything. So I think just the awareness that um, if Christ is in us, that He can redeem and use any situation to point our kids towards Him. Mm. So it's just really being open to you know something your kids may say something they see um prime example happened just yesterday we listened to um a christian radio station um every morning and evening coming so it's about 20 minutes in the car total and they're doing their you know semi-annual fundraiser and the kids are like call 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 i'm like no no so um we we did we eventually called because they're like dad why can't we we can help them we can help people are coming to know jesus and i was like yeah yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> so we we called in, and um, they, the joy they experienced mm-hmm. of giving a dollar a day to support this radio ministry, um, they got to experience generosity. Their hearts were in it. They were excited to help others come to know Jesus. And that was just, that was a moment. It just mm-hmm. popped up. You know, I've been resisting it. But so uh, that's just one example. Those happen all the time. So I think just being aware of what, what can you capture in time to point your kids to Jesus. So. And we want to, as a church, come alongside you. Uh, the serving day that, that we had just uh, not too long ago here in October, it, what an awesome opportunity for us to serve as a family. Uh, when we did the family promise, uh, got a chance to feed uh, some of those families. What a cool 
what a cool time to take my son and my daughter and drop the food off. And, and they captured that experience and they loved it. And they said, we got to do this more. And so as a church, we want to come alongside you, give you those opportunities. But ultimately, as the mom and the dad or the single mom or the single dad, whoever you are, listen to this. It, it is you that is discipling your kids. It is you that is showing them Jesus through your actions, through your words, through how you love them each and every day. And we don't say that to put pressure on you. We don't say that to, to raise the stakes. We just want you to know that they're watching you first. And we are here with you. Uh, we want to plug you into a group that, that helps you in that. Uh, Kevin, I know uh, the life group conversations you guys have, how many times are they around kids and around family? And what do I do in this situation? Pretty often? I think constantly. Uh, life, life. Life is your family and your surroundings and your people. And, um, everything that this world can bring to the table can be uh, distracting and stressful. So, yeah, and it, it, we are blessed to have uh, wisdom of age in our group. So um, everyone's kind of in, well, some similar, some different um, um, places in life. So we all have different contribution, and that's, a healthy place to really <laughs> live out of with um, different inputs that maybe you don't have or not even maybe necessarily don't like, but uh, are healthy for you to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I hope that we do that. If not, not just always make each other happy with our speech, but challenge each other too, you know? Right. Right. So wherever this hits you, uh, I certainly encourage you to reach out to us. We'd love to plug you in. If you're not plugged in, we'd love to give you encouragement, resources. Um, our kids and students department uh, just, just love you. They love your family. Uh, they love your kids. And so we just want to say thank you for listening, and we're here for you. So let's continue this conversation. Even though the series ends, uh, the conversation doesn't. So reach out to me, alanch at kingswaychurch.org.